0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Chris Talks. Uh, thank you so much for being here with me today. And again, I want to thank you for your uh, the reception on the previous episodes. Of course, uh, you know for my channel um, the, these past few years, but except, especially on this new series that I've been doing. Um, you've been engaging with each other quite a bit and I've loved reading your comments and sharing your own personal experiences with me. And it's very encouraging to read that we're kind of in a similar situation as composers and musicians. And so I'm really glad that I get to share this stuff with you and uh, please, as usual, please leave me your comments and suggestions on topics that you'd like me to cover next. I'm always looking to, um, add new ideas to the list. So anything you can think of, feel free to let me know in a comment below or, um, you know, join my discord channel and leave it in a video suggestions uh, channel, or even send me an email. Okay. Um, but yeah, first of all, before we get started, I want to give you something absolutely free and this is actually my orchestral compositions guide, or in other words, the 10 steps to uh, a clear orchestral sound. It's the very first guide I actually put together, um, but it actually goes through 10 of my essential tips for getting the most out of your orchestral mock-ups. And not only mock-ups, it actually tells you about orchestration, um, things to consider when writing for larger ensembles, things like that. All 10 things um, that are really crucial to understand when Diving into the realm of orchestral composition, so uh, it's a completely free guide. It's the first link in the description box below. I really hope it will help you out, um, and uh, I know I know it has helped a lot of my other students because they've actually told me that these ten steps kind of opened their eyes to what's possible in the world of orchestration, orchestration and um, and composition. So it's it's absolutely yours for free. Um, but yeah, jumping into the topic today, the the question really is: Do we really need? to be able to do all these skills all these musical skills do we need to wear these multiple hats as composers and musicians um because you know as as musicians and and songwriters and composers we really get into the art of making music to simply do just that make music right and um as as uh, as lay people and maybe coming into the world of composition and um maybe especially like decades ago when we didn't have all this technology you could get away with just doing one of the tasks like maybe you're a songwriter and you only write songs or maybe you're a you're a sound engineer and you only you know handle faders and you you balance stuff with eq and all that but nowadays especially if you want to be a self-sustaining composer musician songwriter if you want to actually get your name out there and potentially even be hired for uh, you know, for freelance work, or even release your debut album because you want to get your work out there and have it sound awesome, it's really beneficial to be able to wear multiple hats and do multiple uh, things in in your music um, to, to create a final polished product, okay? Now, whether you like that or not is a completely different question. It's a different conversation altogether, but having the necessary skills Is really the groundwork I think for a successful modern musician now you can make an argument to say that you know you can actually hire other people to do those different phases of work for you so maybe you write a piece of music but you don't want to mix it or you don't want to arrange it or you don't want to master it so you can actually hire people on places like Fiverr um, uh, sound better or even find people on Facebook groups or whatever you know to actually do those things for you and that's totally fine But for me personally, I think the the greatest sense of satisfaction really comes from when I can take a piece from start to finish and do it everything myself and be confident in the quality of the work I'm putting out because... I have the original vision of what I want the sound to, the, the song or the piece to sound like. So after I write the piece of music, I'm like, okay, I want this instrument to be here. I want this instrument to play this during this time. So arranging an orchestration and then moving on to mixing and mastering, which learning those skills can be a lot of fun as well. Eventually pushing it out to release and giving it to the world. And that, that for me, that's personally a lot of fun because I like seeing the process of creating something, polishing it, and then, being done with it afterwards, right? Of course it's going to stay in your heart, but like you know what I mean, like you're actually done with it and you don't have to revisit it later. Now, some other people might disagree and they feel like um once once they once they're completed that like the phase of the music making process that they specialize in, then they feel like they can't take it to the next level. So in that case it would make sense to actually outsource the work to someone else and pay them to to take your music to the next level. However, I personally feel like the the benefits of learning these different skills far outweigh any cons that might appear. Cons might include, I guess, it takes time away from from you that you could be using to improve your existing skills. Maybe if you're learning to mix and master, you could say, oh, but I could be using this time to actually learn how to compose better, you know, or, uh, or things like that. But I think learning the skills of mixing, mastering, arranging, orchestration, all that as composers gives us a greater appreciation and an understanding of actually how music is actually put together from start to finish in the first place. So from f- like, if I had to answer the question, um, you know, is it better to learn all the skills or be a jack of all trades, if you will, or specialize in one area? I would say it's better to be a jack of all trades, especially if you are starting out. Because once you become more popular or when you uh, have more of a name in the industry, then it's, it's easier for people to recognize you and offer you their services to do their specific areas of expertise, allowing you to focus on what you do best, whether that be songwriting or composing or arranging or whatever that is. Case in point, I have people or clients hiring me for specific phases of that process. I've had people hire me simply to compose music or write a song. Um, most of the time I've had people hire me to actually orchestrate or arrange something with MIDI uh, instruments, virtual orchestration, because maybe they don't have those libraries, you know, or they just don't feel confident in arranging their own music, which is totally fine. Right. And I've also been hired to mix and master music. So being able to do those skills at a, at a even proficient level is definitely beneficial. So if you're on the fence about that and you're not really sure whether you should be learning those new skills that are part of the music making process, I would encourage you to take the leap and even just jump into one of those new stages that maybe you're not as comfortable in. So maybe you're a composer, but you're not really sure about arrangement and orchestration. Take the time to to read some books, you know, listen to lots of music, write down to say like, okay, this ensemble is doing this. Um, Maybe the brass here are warm because of these possible instruments and what articulations are they playing and really just dive into that world because you can really discover things that you've never learned before and it just again opens your eyes to the possibilities of what you can really do with a certain set of instruments so yeah all all in all i would i would definitely encourage people to learn as much as they can in as many fields as they can um, all in the name of making a song or a piece of music the best it can be from start to finish and i mean it, it also feeds your ego too knowing that you took a a piece of music from start to finish all by yourself. It definitely feels really, really good. So, um, that's, that's just something that I feel that, um, most people can benefit from. And that's, 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 I think something that, um, I mean, again, that's just from personal experience. Like I, I basically started off as a classical pianist and I started writing music in, um, grade 11 or 12 in high school. I've I've never had any formal education in composition, orchestration, mixing, mastering, whatever, but it's through trial and error. and a love for writing music and actually creating music and being influenced by the music I've heard when I was young and wanting to understand how instruments actually fit together to create beautiful textures, beautiful harmonies, um, voice leading, things like that. All the classical theory I learned as a kid actually translates to orchestration and stuff very, very well. And then actually taking all those raw tracks and mixing them, balancing them, EQing them, compressing them, putting reverb on it, you know, Bringing everything to life is just a a really rewarding and fulfilling experience that I think um, you will feel as well if you haven't really done this yet, and if you're just stuck on one stage and you feel like you really want to take that next step, then it's definitely worth it. I think it may take you a year or two or the rest of your life, you know. And I'm learning every day, but it is worth it at the very end. And um, I can definitely encourage you to give it a shot if you're on the fence. So thank you very much for watching, everybody. I do appreciate it. And uh, again, I want to point you to my. Uh, 10 Steps to a Clear Orchestral Sound Guide. It's the first link in the description box below. But again, it walks over like my 10 crucial steps you need to understand for improved MIDI mock-ups and orchestration in general. And of course, I want to ask you a question. It's, um, are you doing everything by yourself right now? Like, are you composing, mixing, producing, everything by yourself? Or are you kind of on the stage of just doing one of those things by yourself right now? And then you're kind of maybe unsure of what to do next. Like maybe you're, you know, maybe you want to arrange or orchestrate it, but you don't know where to get started, like things like that, or are you kind of a self-sufficient composer who actually does everything by themselves? There's no right or wrong here. It really just comes down to personal preference and your experience level. So let me know in a comment below. Thank you again uh, so much for watching, and I'll catch you in the next video, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye.